Welcome to the His Plan for You podcast. Join Pastor Gio in a series of powerful messages that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. Discover God's perfect plan for your life today. Let's go to John 5, 25. Mateo, Marcos, Lucas, Juan. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John 5, 25. But what does this have to do with your confession? Everything. Everything. You need to know who you are. You need to know where you're going. You You need to know who I am. If you don't know who I am, Oh, but what do we care what people say? Jesus did. He asked them, who, who, who do they say that I am? Oh, someone say that you're Elijah. Okay, people prosper. Some say that you're just the son of man. Oh, wow, big revelation. Some say that you're the son of the carpenter. Oh, those are the ones that don't tithe, no problem. Some say you're the guy that, that, that is just making problems. And Oh, don't worry, those are the guys that are going to crucify me. And they were all together. You receive. You receive whatever you think I am. And it has a weight because it has to do with your utterance. My, my ability to communicate, it has to do with your ability to pull. Why has it changed since we recorded for TV? There's no time or space in the spirit to an extent. It took an angel 40 days to go from point A to point B. So there's some time and, and, and space in the spirit. But the Lord that sees ahead of time, the Lord that sees, he's the overseer. He sees into the future. He knows all the people is going to get blessed with all these recordings. There's a special utterance that's been pulled out of me since we started. My wife loves it. She's like, you're my favorite preacher now, man. I was like, no, I'm the same guy. I'm just preaching what I'm supposed to be preaching now. Before I got a bunch of people in diapers. Now, somehow, there's a window in heaven, and I'm preaching through that window. You just happen to be here, you're going to have to catch up and grow up. You understand how it works? Same guy, same anointed, nothing happened. Same banana tree, same bananas. Different timing. When you came, they were green. But you come around next time, they're going to be yellow. And then you come up again, and that branch might have some green bananas. There's different things that happen in different times in the same tree. No biggie. For the most part, you're the same person you were when you were 12 years old. And you, for the most part, will stay the same person you were when you were 12 years old. That's when we don't have complete influence over your life. <coughs> That's when I told my son, from here on, you're going to get spanked really hard. Actually, he doesn't get spanked. I just, I have slapped him a few times. I am not proud of it. That's child abuse. He's 15. We can start a fist fight. He wasn't dumb enough to, to strike me back. He went like this. He could. We wrestled just for the heck of it, him and I. He's 15. I'm 50. I was a judo champion. He doesn't know that. He forgets that. <laughs> so I wrestled him to the ground, and as long as I can put him on a lock, I'm good. But he's freakishly strong. So it comes to a point where I cannot handle him anymore, and I have to let go because I have to hurt him to stop him. And he just, he has this thing, and I go, I don't know where he gets these things. Where does that violence come from? Why? He's humble. 
Uh, we don't have time for me to take him to the gym, which has been my plan since day one, take him to a place like he did when he was six years old. I took him to wrestling because they couldn't take him in church. I took him to the church, children's for his age. And we'll come, and they have like four people corner him. Man, what's going on? He's making every kid cry. Can you please take him out? <laughs> then he met Chandler. And he had the same problem in the same church. We have a big church. So it was like watching two trains crashing. Boom! And I'm, I'm already looking for the mom to apologize. I'm sorry. And she was coming to me to apologize to me. Listen, I'm sorry, my kid. And like, we're both apologizing. We're best friends to this day. We're best friends because we're like, well, let's take him to a place where the blood can drench, you know. And they were dusting each other off and I'm like, and they're laughing. They think this is the funniest thing. And we're both four parents. We're like, is that okay? He's like, it's not crying. Neither one of them is crying. It's okay. They never cry. No once. I am preaching right now. You can tell me later. Where's that come from? God made you like that? What it translates to? A lot of things. My, my, my little daughter, she doesn't have to, to lift one finger. She says five things, and you are disarmed. She has that tongue sharpened as a... And you're like a Zorro. Your, your ears fall off. Poof, poof. You didn't even felt it. Now, he has to learn to talk. They put you in jail for being violent. So what I did was I took him to a place where he can channel that. A school of wrestling. And they told me, listen, you have to bring him to the professional nights. You cannot bring him anymore to the beginners. But he just started doing, yeah, but everybody complains. So you saw this stuff. So I took him to the pro kids. Every kid is at least a head and a half taller than him. And he calmed down a lot. He wasn't playing hard with his sister anymore. Hell, I was like, this works. They dust him off so hard. And we went to play one time. We went to play one time. The, seriously, this, this has something to do with your life in Christ. Don't worry, I'm getting there. We, I took him off to the playground one time at the mall. And I see this kid, two heads on top of him. He's just, I see he's bullying him. And I'm going, okay. And you see the kid, and out of the sudden, the kid just disappears. <laughs> and I stood up. Alex Anderson, top of him. Now his dad comes. He bullied him for an hour. And now Alexander is a lot shorter than him, but he is 100% muscle. He doesn't need me. He doesn't. Cast this kid pinned down on the floor, and Alexander's laughing. He's playing. The other kid's ah, humiliated by this little kid. That's what your daddy in heaven sees. There goes the woman of God. There goes my woman of God. And somebody comes, and, and he stands there. See how they're going to smack you, whatever, and you get abused. And unfortunately, some people go through some abuse that you shouldn't have gone through in life. But your dad, always trying to intervene until you give your life to Christ. Now he fully intervenes. And at some points, he takes off his hand and he goes like, okay, you got to grow up. You got to use the word. But he's going to be always overseeing what's going on. The more you use the word, the less you see some supernatural things happen. Why? Because you grew up. You're using somebody else's faith to grow up. Hmm? Alexander is joining a, a fight club on 22nd Street across the police department. Because now he's too big for me. So I'm like, <laughs> I have to hurt him to stop him. So that's not going to happen. I'm going to put him with some other kids. 
And he's going to come with all that energy off his system, kind, loving. That's how those people get trained. You get it off your system, and now people offend you. I met professional bouncers, and people come and offend them, and they're like, sir, this is, this is the, I know you're saying those things about my It's not what you really want to know. I know you're in the influence of uh, anger or alcohol or drugs. Let me help you to your car. And they swing at them. They just grab their little hand and twist it behind their arm. You know, it's like that. The spiritual things are like that. There's always a correlation. Violence in the spirit is not about getting upset and yelling names at people. Violence in the spirit is about really holding on hard. And you have 80-pound old grandmas that are violent. I have one here. Violence is the name. And she has to move one finger. And she's going to move heaven and hell, man. If somebody touches one of those grandkids. I'm not kidding. She's, she's strong. She's violent. She's not strong. She's violent. <laughs> Violence in the spirit is something else. It's a good thing, Grandma. It's a good thing she's going to... It's a bueno. <laughs> it's got to be violent on me. Don't get violent on me, Grandma. Violence in the spirit. You need to know that you have that. Violence in the spirit. That the Lord will kill. He will kill a thousand in your right hand, ten thousand on your left hand. Somebody touches you the wrong way. So he knows who you are. He knows how precious you are to him. My job is complicated sometimes. I have to see you the way God sees you. But you don't see that. And I'm going, okay, I have to wait for that process to finish. Because you need to see yourself the way God sees you. But in your name, we did these amazing things. Yes. Yes, in his name. What is it you want to know? I want to know how to stay in the plan. Hearing him is just one part of the plan. Learning to work with your pastor and the vision for the church and the vision for your kids is a very important part of the plan. Because the Lord says, here is Jesus, son of God, but he's walking as a man. Listen to him. So I'm not here just to amuse you on Sundays and the rest of the way you treat me. As a matter of fact, out of my wife's family, there's only one member that tells me pastor. So I have to do better. And better. So someday when they, and, and it's bound to happen, you know, people are going, when, when the pressure is too much, who, who am I going to talk to? Let's, let's call the psychic line. No. You call your pastor. The pastor is busy. You put you to Pastora Fabiola. We're here to oversee. But the rest of the time, we're working on something. We're working on meditating the word. We're working on, we got you a Bible. We're working on meditating on the one scripture. We're working on read your Bible. We're working on that. We're not just waiting for the devil to come and, and, and dust you off real good. No, we're working on training you so you dust off the devil at any opportunity, anytime, anywhere, on a drop of a hat. Boom! It's called training. That's the difference between abuse and violence. Well, I don't abuse my son. You can take it. You can take it hard. I cannot do that to my daughter. She call 911. <laughs> Daddy, you scratch me. <laughs> then she'll call mama. Oh, no. Please, just call 911. <laughs> 
So it's different for every one of you. And the ones that have the higher callings, those are the ones that want to squeeze harder. Why? Because people depend on you. People depends on you to get this done the right way. They do. God does. Let's go to the scripture. John 5, did I send you there? Yeah, John 5, 25. John 5, 25. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will leave. You know the fascination the planet has with the zombies? Everything. You can, you can take the worst movie in the world and put some zombies on it. And it'll sell like pancakes, man. The living, the, all that stuff. Any, any ridiculous little movie, you can throw some zombies somewhere and it'll sell like pancakes. Their spirit knows there's something about death and life and supernatural stuff. And they know these things. I, I, I see some movies sometimes and they're nothing Christian, whatever, and I'm going, wow, they're prophesying. Look, the destruction of the world. Look, the Messiah is coming. Look, look, the remnant. Look. And the church, quiet. Buying planes. Another $50 million. Make a movie at least. At least make a movie with $100 million. Please, please. We're going to make a movie. We're not going to spend $50 million on it. I'm getting ready for a lot of things. A lot of things. You've been invited to a good party. Can't wait anymore. Whenever you feel like it, follow. Can't force you because then I'll lose you. I'd rather you stay. At some point, you'll get it. You don't have to go. I'm busy doing the mommy thing. Pastora Fabi has been busy doing the mommy thing. When she gets a little more in a couple of years... I'm going to let that tiger out of that box. You're going to go, no, please, please put it back in the box. <laughs> she comes out once in a while and scares everybody. I have to go like, back, back, <laughs> get out of your box. <laughs> you, want to, you want to see violence? Let me, let me release Pastor Fabio on you. Then you know what violence is. Why? She does that to the devil on your behalf every day in prayer. You need to get to know the Lord that way. You need to know how to do these things. Because yes, you hear him, you see what's going on, but you don't see or already hear the way other people can help. And I'm not the one that goes, you have to do this and you have to. I mean, like, I have to see you in imminent danger of losing your call, your life, or your money. In a big scale. I don't care about $5,000. But I'm talking about people that can do some stupid thing. And I'm going, ah, man, there goes three years of whatever. You have to go and recover financially out of that. Or you could have just listened. Listen. And then what? Do. The Lord is talking. God is talking. So 525, what he says? Truly, truly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will leave. That's what happens every time you open your mouth at work. They're dead. They'll either attack it. They will actually feel convicted by it. But they're dead. They're the zombies. And you're alive. Your spirit is alive. 
That's why they have to retaliate. They don't like, they, they heard, they understand exactly what you're saying. The, your spirit spoke to their dead spirit, and their spirit went, help me. So this is just when you bring God with you. And we all joy and joy and, and pray together and have a little fun time. And the overseer comes and tells you, this is what I see. This is what the Father tells me to concentrate on my scene. But pastor, we get what we see. Yes, see more. Because you're not getting enough. I wasn't getting enough. I changed my prayer. <laughs> Bobby! You need to repent, Bobby. <laughs> I'm getting enough money. I'm getting enough love. I'm getting enough time in the word. I wasn't getting enough. <laughs> We're in TV. So, Jeremiah 3, 15. Jeremiah 3, 15. And I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will free you with knowledge. In understanding, don't we drill those things around here? Don't we drill this into your spirit? How to be knowledgeable, how to be master and understanding things. Mons talking about knowledge and understanding here because you need to know these things because you're the one that is going to bring the people to salvation. You're the one that has to love the people in behalf of the Lord. What is your, that's, that's all you have to give. When they capture you, your rank and your name. And that lets the commander officers know where you came from. Who are you? That's it. Your rank, your name, and your number. That's it. Oh, I, oh that one's from Faith for All Nations. Why? He talks like them. He moves, he moves into a room. The presence of God follows. They put their hands on those, on those people and they, they, they get strong. They stand like they know who they are. Yeah, yeah, that's another faithful nations person. Look at him over there, that woman. That old woman? Yeah, look at her. She's a problem for everybody. They had to shut that down, that bar, because of that woman, a little thing. They had to change the way they're doing academics in that school and, the, and all the premise because that mom went crazy on the school board and he had to change. No, where she goes? Faithful nations, of course. <laughs> we have a reputation in heaven and in hell, too. Jeremiah 23.4 I will set shepherds over them who will care for them and they shall fear no more. They shall fear no more. You're not afraid of anything. You're equal to everything. Nor be dismayed. Neither shall any be missing, declares the Lord. Declares who? The shepherd? I will appoint overseers over you who will teach you not to be afraid of the devil and the circumstances. Acts 20, 28. Hechos 20, 28. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. I don't work at this alone. This is my team. Master, please go put your hands on this girl. Your disciples, your team try to help. This demon is beyond what they can. 
It's beyond the pay rate right now. <laughs> they tried first. He threw them across the land, the 70. He didn't stop at the 12. His desire is to multiply himself. His desire is for everybody to understand this revelation of who you are in Christ. That he lives in you. That he loves you. That you will put the hands on the sick and they will recover. That has nothing to do with you. What is your part? Your love walk. Your love walk. Take it like a champion. Dish it like a champion. That's it. That's it. Oh, but I hear from God. Of course you do. No, 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 no. Of course. <laughs> but I hear from God. Yes, you do. Pumper change. Pumper change. And then they come, belly full of bones. He told me he loved me. Now, we started training when you were six years old. That moron is not going to take you in the back of the church to, let's have some communion. I have the wine, you have the bread. Hey, baby. None of that. Our teenagers are not that stupid. They're ten times better. Bible says so, I said so, it's done. Ain't that hard. It ain't that hard. Oh, but you want to start when it's too late. No, too late. We start training earlier on here. Be careful. Overseers and under overseers. Be careful. Acts 20, 28. When God tells you to be careful, you should be very careful. Ephesians 4, 11. Ephesians 4. 11 y 12. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So our job is to equip you to build up the body. If the body is not being built up, I'm not doing my job. You're not encouraged to bring people to church. You're not encouraged to preach at your school. You're not because it's so hard. Uh, uh, sorry, excuse me. What? God had to die for you and you're embarrassed of the Lord? But what are they going to say? They're going to say you're the, you're the person that puts the foot down and things happen. They're going to say you're the one that prays for the sick and they recover. That's what they're going to say. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what they're going to say. 1 Peter 5. Let's start reading number 1. So I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you. Oh, not as God would have Pastor Paniagua, because he's cool. I want to grab, I want to grow another three feet, you know, he's <laughs> tall. I want to be like this guy when I grow up. No, as God would have you. When? When you 
have your own church. You do whatever the heck you want with it. The rest of the time, you do what I tell you. If you're an overseer, if you're just a little sheep, you look there cute, you will change your diaper again. But if you're in training to help around here, then you know what you're told that you get your knees broken. Not hard. It ain't hard. Oh, the guy's an abuser. Nope. That's exactly what pastors do. Oh, he's carrying that little sheep. No, he broke their feet. That's what they do. Now they have to carry it for a while until they heal. Why? Because otherwise the wolf is going to eat it because she's always in the wrong place in the flock or in some hall. So he comes, come here, come here. Takes your ability to go do whatever the hell you want to do around here. Your ability is gone. I'll carry you for a while. You're healed. Okay. What you do? Okay. Your meat. Head. We clean you up. We'll put you on the fire and we'll have cheap for dinner tonight. Done. You had your choice. Lamb chops are good. Not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. Man, I try. Sometimes I overdo it. Sometimes I'm too easy. And then people might, might think, oh, you're just Gio. I'm, I am whatever I am to you. Who do the people say I am? Oh, you are the Christ. Oh, you are the son of the carpenter. They receive very different from the ones that say you're the Christ and the ones that say you're the son of the carpenter. Got very different things into their life. What else it says here on 1 Peter? And when the chief shepherd, oh, okay, there's a chief shepherd. Just like I am your chief shepherd here locally in this church. Chief Shepherd, Jesus is going to crack this guy. And what's going to happen? You will receive the unfading crown of glory. Not because you pray for the sick. Not because you know it all. Not because you are staff. Because you know how to stay in the plan. His plan is one. His plan is perfect. And his plan for you determines that there are pastors. And I read you scripture after scripture that he put these pastors over you to oversee you're not there just waiting for your pamper to be changed. We give you plenty of opportunity to pray, to go and develop, to go in here. When I, you start getting to a place where I can see more leadership on you, I start doing things and I allow my, 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 my church to do things for you or in your behalf or things. We do things trying to develop you to the place where you're supposed to go. 2 Timothy 2.19 But God, firm foundation, stands bearing the seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Matthew 7, 23, we close with that. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, Mateo 7, 23. I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Go read the whole thing. He's talking to people. He just told them, we cast out demons. In your name, we cast out demons. And we did this and we did the other. And he said, I don't know you. I don't know you. Thank you for listening to the His Plan for You podcast. We believe that your tithes belong to your local church. However, your partnership and love offerings will empower us to continue bringing the message of His perfect plan for you to the world. For more information, please visit WGHM.org.